Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour of the Live With Me Rank Show. Appreciate you tuning in. I was wrong. I, I always tell you, I will admit when I'm wrong about something. And I am wrong about something. And that is, my interview is not till 1030. So all of you who were trying to call in, I noticed, and didn't hang on because I assume you thought I was going into an interview, give us a call back at 269-441-9595. My interview with Congressman Heisinga was at 1030. I went back to look at my calendar. I'm like, oh, it's at 1030. So uh, we have two segments here if you'd like to call in about what's happening in Ukraine, the State of the Union, uh, what I brought up about the House bill that we discussed with State Rep Matt Hall last week for the tax cut. It, it was passed yesterday with the help of some Democrats, 62 to 42 in the House, and now we'll have to go to a committee that the two branches, the Senate and the House, will have to discuss if they can iron something out and then put it up for vote once again in both uh, branches. The interesting thing that happened concerning that uh, tax cut, which is a tax cut for all of us, finally allowing or uh, backing up what, what Granholm, the Democrats, and the Republicans back in 2007 promised us all that our state income tax, please, please, please let us raise it from 39 to 4.35%. This is what Whitmer, Democrats, and Republicans said in 07. Please, please let us do it. There is nothing to, there's nowhere to cut. I remember the most, when I was first surprised about state spending and getting this new career as a radio talk show host was we spent money on a state, and it still may be out there, a state website Mercury poisoning and your dog. How many of you do you think actually run to the government when your dog may have had mercury poison? Do, is that the first thing you think of? Running to the government's website and see what to do? But they didn't have money to cut back in 07. They had to raise our state income tax. And they promised, promised us and put it in the law that they would reduce it. And they never did. Now, you may say, well, they can't break the law like that, can they? Well, a, old, a current legislature or legislative session cannot hold a future legislative session to that. So they just said, nope, we're not going to do it. And that was, Whitmer, or that was uh, Schneider, the Republicans and the Democrats back in 11. So this one's just trying to give us back what they promised us seven years ago was supposed to happen. The Democrats are all worried and they're crying foul because they believe that this is going to hamper our ability to respond to future recessions. You see, you see the trick they play, the shell game they play on you? We're going to promise to pay it back and then we're going to go back on our promise. And when we try or anybody else tries to hold us to our promise, we're going to tell them, oh, it's going to hurt us. How will we be able to uh, respond to future problems that we cause? 
And then there was that separate bill allocating $1.5 billion to local pension plans. And it appears to me to be local municipalities as well as state police. Why are we funding local municipalities' pensions? The local municipality should fund their pensions. Now, I'm bringing that up again as just for those of you who didn't hear it. You can certainly go check it out. No, I didn't write anything about it. You can... Uh, Give us a call about it if you want. But then we go directly into what I was talking about at the end of the hour there. Governor Whitmer has now ordered the state to divest all pension and trust fund monies out of Russia. I get it. I'm for it. But you're going to do it when it's already bottomed out. All these uh, investments, I would assume, have taken a huge dive. So we're, gonna, we're going to eat that just like you're making us eat this $1.5 billion? Now we're going to have to eat more? Why don't we think about this a little bit more logically when we should actually do it and then do it? Because I believe when it comes to Russia, we should make that a pariah state. Nobody in the Western world do any business with it. Give them no regard of anything until they get rid of Putin and they pay back for the rebuilding of Ukraine and they pay all those families that those war criminals in their own quote-unquote professional army and Putin have killed. And then we let them back in. So she wants the state pension plan to pull all the Russian investments and the Department of Treasury to divest any trust funds invested. Again, my concern is what happens to... Uh, the huge losses that they could take on that. Now, there is something. I read a, a uh, little ditty on this morning because I thought it was funny. So many countries are coming to the sport of Ukraine, right? Many companies are coming to the sport of Ukraine. Uh, excuse me. Many countries are coming to the sport of Ukraine. That's a good thing. Many companies are coming to the support of Ukraine by withdrawing their products and services from the country of Russia. The latest I heard was Apple and more. Now a Michigan state representative wants to ban alcohol that is made in Russia. Now, I guess they say every little bit helps, right? State rep Jeff Yarok of Richmond has called on Whitmer to order that the Michigan Liquor Control Commission stop buying Russian-made liquors in response to the invasion. He wrote in a letter, quote, although these individual acts taken alone may not largely impact the Russian economy, we must all come together and do everything we can to starve the Russian war machine and make it clear to this dictator that there will be no retrib that there will be retribution for his unconscionable act of totalitarianism. End quote. Now you may be asking yourself, what does the state have to do with selling liquor? That's a good question. And I answer that in my piece. Not only do I answer it in my piece, there's a great little video I found from the Michigan beer and wine distributors that explains why Michigan, why the state controls the liquor here in the state of Michigan. So you can check out my piece at wbckfm.com or one of the affiliates, affiliates websites. Eventually it's put up there. If you want to see it sooner rather than later, probably best bet is go to my flagship station, wbckfm.com and check it out. Now we all should stop buying any Russian products until the war criminal dictator Putin is brought to justice or the Russian people throw him out of office. So I'm behind that. 
certainly we'll see where it goes. Let's go to the phone lines and let me see here. Portage, Michigan. Good morning, Steve. Welcome. Thank um you were talking about politicians and then not following through. Well, all of the battle creeks... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Put some meat on that. People who just tuned in would have no idea. In fact, I don't even know what you're talking about. I know I was talking about politicians. What do you mean about not following through? Well, you mentioned that uh, what they do is they come on to run for re-election, and they say, oh. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you said... Uh, exactly, which is accurate, that they come back two years later and say they're going to do the same thing. Right, so what Steve's talking about is, is, and I've been saying this for years, it's hilarious. Every year, many of these politicians tell you outright that they suck at what they do. Because every year, they run on the same things that they can't fix. I'm not talking about overarching tax policy or whatever, I'm talking about the things they say they're going to fix, but they never fix. And then they come back two years later and say, you know, I really suck at what I do. Why don't you give me another shot? And they're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. We're kind of stupid ourselves. And then they come back two years later and he said, you know, I really suck at what I do. And they're like, well, dude, you should be like a senator or something if you suck that bad. Uh, it, it is ridiculous. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, well, everybody in Battle Creek now, uh, is now in the, I think it's the 4th Congressional District, and uh, it covers Kalamazoo, it covers Van Buren County, it covers Allegan, and I know that there are a lot of people that listen to you way over in the city of St. Joseph, which is Fred Upton territory, and I want to say this as a fact. I've known Fred, I lived in the St. Joe area, I was born and grew up there, so did my wife, so did my family. Fred Upton is one of those politicians that does nothing but lie. If you want to go and see what his ad that he's been running, just type in YouTube Fred Upton advertisements, scroll down a little bit, and you're going to see his ad that he's running, and he's running on the local stations, he's running on the Grand Rapids stations, and uh, he's running it on the radio station. So uh, Fred Upton, 36 years of bloviating and talking about how he's a common-sense conservative. He's nothing but a common-sense politician because all politicians try to be commonsensical but do nothing. Well, he did, he did, he did ban the uh, incandescent light bulb. He did what? He got rid of the... Remember, he was one of the leaders in getting rid of the incandescent light bulb. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he also... Uh, so, but I don't. But I actually don't know if he ran on that, that he would do that. But that is something he did. He's also a man that would never come to talk to the people. I asked him many times. I haven't in years because I don't want to waste my time. They wouldn't even respond. And I later found out for some from someone who worked for him but was a listener of mine after he left working for him is just he didn't want me to ask the type of follow-up questions that I ask. That's what I was told. Absolutely, Frank. You're exactly right. He, I will say it publicly. Fred Upton, you're a wimp. <laughs> All right. You're a wimp. All right. Thanks for calling in, Steve. I appreciate that. 269-441-9595. Lines are open. You're listening to the Live with Frank Show, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Live with Rang Show. Uh, ladies, you want to do something for your uh, 
husband or a partner out there, or I guess anybody who has a partner, specifically from uh, if your partner's male, uh, at least identifies as male, is have that song, Space Oddity, playing or right if you can somehow get it right when he walks through the door one Friday, maybe he's tired, and have that song playing as he's walking in. And maybe a little smoke, if you can do that. That would really uh, probably make his day, his week, and his month. I used to ask my wife to do that for me all the time when I came home. I, it didn't go over well for some reason or not. I, I, I don't know. You're listening to the Live with Rank show. Appreciate that very, very much. 269-441-9595. Let's go back to the phone line. John in Kalamazoo would like to talk about this whole uh, Russia-Ukraine issue. Good morning, John. Welcome to the show. Morning, Rank. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, just a couple well, comments. Well, let me ask um, you first. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Are you married or have a girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever you have? I am married, yeah. All right. Yeah. So wouldn't it be great if you came home on a Friday and your wife had that plane for you, Space Odyssey, and she hit it just as you were walking through the door with a little smoke, maybe? Yeah, be, maybe a little lights, too? Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be a little epic. You know, yeah. I'd feel good. <laughs> it would be pretty good. <laughs> I, every time I ask my wife to do that for me, she wouldn't do it. I, I don't know why. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, the whole, you know, Russia or Ukraine thing, I'm, I'm all for, you know, pulling products off the shelf made in Russia. Uh, but my guess, my question is, are we going to do the same thing when if China invades Taiwan? Yeah. That's, are we going to pull all the China products? Are all these politicians, and are they all going to be saying, you know, Pull the China stuff off the shelves. Well, China supporting our, uh, supporting them, so I don't know why we're not pulling all the Chinese investments and products off the shelves uh, either, because they are supporting them. Everyone, everyone agrees that right. Russia would not be able to do what they're doing today if, uh, if you remember, Putin and, and and Xi had a little meeting not long before they invaded, right. and in that meeting. It is told that he had to, I'm not saying there was uh, someone there, but he had to have gotten the okay from uh, uh, Xi Jinping because they, their entire economy would have collapsed if China wasn't yeah. there to pick it up. So they are supporting them. And yesterday, you remember I, I brought up, I don't know if you were listening, China did come up out and say, hey, uh, you know, you guys need to get to the uh, table and work this out. We shouldn't have war. And I told you yesterday, yeah. don't think that's them being nice. There's some type of political move happening there, and that's all mm-hmm. it is. They're trying to look nice, yeah. but they are supporting them. So I would say any country that is supporting Russia or buying any of their products or oil, we should just ban. We should get rid of all right. of their investments. Well, wait, that means us, too. Oh, well, then right. Whitmer right. should just divest herself of anything to do with American uh, uh, investments, treasury bills, or what have you, right? Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, if you're going to play, you want to do it, do it across the board, not just pick and choose. Right. What are your thoughts? What should we be doing? I mean, I don't have a problem with this because it is so horrendous what that war criminal uh, is doing. And, and quite honestly, he did it in Syria. We just didn't see it. Uh, I, I was, right. it, it's all a mess. You know, it's, 
my opinion doesn't matter. Well, no, I, it I does. So what should we with do? Any of it. You what, know what I mean? Should we be doing? What they're doing isn't right by any means. Should, you know? we, should we put boots thing. on the ground? Yeah, I don't think so. No. No, I, I agree. Uh, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, should we you know, stay stop? out of it? Okay. I mean, shut that pipeline down. Go to Germany. You know, I mean, what Germany's what sixty or seventy percent dependent on the oil coming out of Russia and. I mean, we're buying, what, 600,000 barrels a day from them yes. off that pipeline? Yes. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. It, yeah, it doesn't, does it? All right, is that all you yeah. wanted to say, John? Yeah, that's it, man. Thanks, Thanks for your time. Appreciate you. Oh, well, I appreciate you calling in, 269-441-9595. Talking about oil. The big news yesterday, and let me make sure I get this uh, right. Where did I put it? Yes, the big news yesterday was that 31 members, member countries of the International Energy Agency have agreed to release 60 million barrels of oil from their strategic reserves. Now, half of them will be us, and Biden trumped that last night. Trump did that, that last night, saying that 30 million barrels, we're going to give up. We're going to take them out of our strategic reserve. Now, what they're hoping for is what James Craig, when he earlier was on, said. These guys think the American public are stupid. Now, there are, there are stupid American public, a lot of them. Most are just uninformed, and they're watching the wrong news or media, or they're not watching it at all. But they're going to think that, oh, okay, well, they're going to, they, they've just released 60, one, 60 million barrels of oil from the strategic reserves and 30 million of that has come from the United States. Wow. The United States uses 21 million barrels of oil a day. Around the world, they released 60. That's less than three days. You see the game they're playing? They want you to think they're doing something. But when in reality, they just released what would take care of the United States, let alone the rest of the world, for less than three days. If we just look at the United States, 30 million, that's less than a day and a half. So... They're hoping that many people are had no idea that we use 21 million barrels of gas, of uh, oil a day on gasoline and other products. You listen to Live with Rank. Going to take a quick break. On the other side will be Congressman Heizenka. Live with Rank Show. Appreciate that very, very much. Everybody talks certainly on my show. Everybody has a chance to talk. I talk a lot. You guys can talk too, but not right now. We have a segment where we're going to speak with Congressman Bill Heisinga. I played that song, chose it because Biden did a lot of talking last night. And Congressman Heisinga just came out of a committee hearing where the Fed, the director of the Fed, Jay Powell, uh, made some news. So let's go to the phone lines. And good morning. Welcome back to the Live with Rank Show. Congressman Heisinga, appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to tell us what just occurred by the Fed and how it affects us as uh, Michiganders, as well as your thoughts about the speech that uh, I feel bad that you had to sit through last night. 
<laughs> well, uh, Rank, good to be with you. And uh, let me start there with that one. I guess uh, I'm hired to go sit where people uh, uh, deign to sit, that they don't have to go sit through those things. So I, I get thrown into the breach to, to be able to do that. But we can talk about State of the Union here shortly. Five minutes ago, not even five minutes ago, Jay Powell uh, acknowledged publicly for the first time sort of what his intent uh, is in the uh, March meeting. Um, uh, he said that going into that, the committee, uh, the, the Open Markets Committee, uh, they call it the FOMC, the Fed Open Market Committee, uh, was ready to raise rates and begin to shrink its balance sheet. Uh, but obviously, you know, a week ago when uh, Ukraine got invaded by uh, by Russia, that that sort of threw uh, uh, threw some uh, sand in those gears. Uh, but he, this is the news part. He did acknowledge that he is going to recommend uh, a 25 point basis increase, meaning a quarter of a percentage point, and uh, that they're going to uh, reassess uh, what they're going to do with the balance sheet once things kind of calm down a little bit. Um, and uh, he, he said uh, that he believes inflation will peak and will actually come down this year. That's, that's his view of it. I'm not as convinced, uh, frankly, uh, of that. Uh, but it, here's the stunning part, Rank. Uh, opening up, our, the chair of the uh, committee is Maxine Waters out of California. You, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. They, they actually give that nutcase a a uh, my word not yours i don't want to get you in trouble over there a committee chair i, I would i would say uh respectful nutcase but yes yeah, yes okay. go ahead all right um well anyway n n i just she is the committee chair on the fed i mean yeah. she was caught uh, in corruption no, with her fed. husband no what what's this committee yeah, no, this yeah this is the financial services committee yes. so it has right. oversight of the fed the, all the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ, it's, uh, all right. the insurance companies, banking companies, all those kinds of things. Wow. Um, her big issue is there's not enough housing out there, and there needs to be another government program to provide cheap housing. And uh, in her, uh, her belief, her worldview is that the economy is in terrible shape because companies are just uh, 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 charging too much, and people can't afford it. So we need to give them free housing. We need to give them additional stimulus um, and, and start sending them checks. And it's like, what planet are you coming from that you have not seen the inflationary uh, effects of the trillions of dollars that we've been spending uh, as a nation that we don't have, that we're printing and borrowing? And um, it's just it's stunning to, to see uh, sort of that's the leadership of the Democrat Party and their viewpoint. And um, it's just it's debased from reality, frankly. And a lot of last night was uh, also. But going back to what you said now, Jay Paul, was he one of yeah, he predicts that the inflation will spike and then go back down uh, this year? Was he one of the uh, inflations just going to be transitory, guys? I don't remember. Do you? Yeah, early on he was. Yeah, um, so I, his predictions mean absolutely nothing because his first prediction was blown out of the water, number one. Number two, they were supposed to, and that's the news here, is that it's reduced by a quarter percentage point. They were going to reduce it 50 points. Now, why don't you explain really quickly, if you can, uh, Congressman Heisinga, th what that means to everybody. What do they care that the Fed is increasing their what they call basis points, 25 basis points, which is a quarter percent. 
What does that mean to the everyday Michigander or everybody in your what's going to be if you were to win in the Republican primary as well as then win the general uh, new fourth district here in Michigan? So all of you who currently have Fred Upton as a congressperson, this is Bill, Congressman Heisinga, who's running now because of the districts. We lost a seat in Congress, so they put districts together, and he, if Upton actually does state, you know, I know he's running commercials. I don't believe he's actually stated he's in the race. Do you know of that yet? Uh, no, I, but uh, my uh, my view is if you have uh, uh, been raising money, hiring a campaign manager, gathering signatures to get on the uh, on the ballot and running a quarter of a million dollars in advertising, Kind of sounds like you're running. Right. So, so that is, being said, I want to make sure everybody out there knows that I got an email yesterday. I, I spoke to one somebody in your camp about it. And it was one of my listeners who uh, is upset with Upton, heard he's going to run again, doesn't want to vote for him. He wished there was someone else he could vote for. And apparently he didn't hear our interview. Uh, and I told him, well, Bill Heisinga, Congressman Heisinga is running. And there's a person you can uh, vote for instead of Upton if you want to. So all of you who have a choice right now of Fred Upton and you don't like that choice, Bill Heisinga right here, Congressman Heisinga is running against him in the primary. Uh, again, he hasn't formally said he's running, but what you just said is is true. Now, let's get back to the, the point I'm trying to make. When the Federal Reserve says they're increasing 50 basis, half a percent or a quarter percent, what does that mean to the everyday Michigander in your sixth district now and your new, hopefully new, fourth district? Yeah, what, what it means for every household, every small business owner is they're going to be paying higher interest rates. And um, uh, that uh, that's going to be on credit cards. It's going to be on mortgages. It's going to be on car loans. Uh, you, know, you name it, kind of across the board. And it's not like you're suddenly going to see uh, just a corollary, you know, quarter point increase. Uh, there's there's some other factors that go into it. So you may see it uh, increase even higher. Now, here's the flip side to that. We are at historic and I would argue artificially low interest rates uh, that uh, that has been caused by the Fed. Now, there's a bigger story with that. I believe that that has caused a, a, a bit of our, and not a, more than a bit, a, a much of our inflation and uh, that and coupling that up with reckless spending coming out of the Biden administration, um, that's just been pouring fuel on the on the uh, on the economic fires here. And we don't have enough workers. That was something else that uh, that Powell acknowledged. We don't have enough people in the workforce. Um, we are seeing a, a significant increase in wages, uh, which is uh, causing prices to go up. Now, if you listen to Joe Biden last night, uh, he believes that uh, uh, wages uh, aren't uh, going up, which is factually not true. Uh, and two, uh, greedy companies, small, medium, and large companies, uh, just need to simply lower their prices. Um, and it's like, okay, there's once again showing um, that when you have no basic understanding of, of business, uh, you, you start making some really dumb policy decisions. And, and frankly, for me, as a third-generation uh, uh, small business owner in, in, con in the construction field, I get it. I mean, I, I see what's happening with our fuel costs. I see what I'm having to do to make sure that we retain our employees. I'm seeing what we're doing with our health care costs. 
Uh, and and it's just apparently lost on people like Maxine Waters and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. And uh, that that's just that's getting us into a, a, a even worse situation than the bad situation that we're currently in. Right. As Congressman Heisinga said, how an increase in the Fed's interest rate they charge basically it's overnight how that works is it finds its way into all these loans that banks give to you and it probably won't be a half a percent increase it'll be higher than that and now there's some there is it's not that they shouldn't be raising it but it's just unfortunate that it's taken they've decided to do it at this time which could be one of the worst times they could do it uh it, would you agree or disagree with that yeah, well, I actually uh, going back, and I think we may have talked a little bit about this when I uh, when I came in uh, to the studio a couple of weeks ago. Um, going back to 2015, I was starting to have this conversation where we needed to start normalizing our interest rates. We were the the Fed was keeping them artificially low, so they wanted to kind of keep the good times rolling. And my point then, and, and, and more recently, I've said I should, probably should have started to do this about two years ago, is we needed to start to normalize those interest rates uh, so that when we did have a crisis, we had some tools back in that, in that toolbox to be able to go to combat it. Well, now we've got an empty toolbox and we have the crisis. So that, that, that hampers the Fed and, and others who are uh, involved in this. Uh, that, that hampers their ability to go in and, and actually lend some help to the economy. Uh, so uh, we've, uh, we're going to pay a price here. Sadly, it's probably going to be a steeper price than, uh, than uh, what it would have been if we had started this a couple of years ago. Uh, but um, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's hopefully the, uh, the Fed chair is right. I'm not convinced of that, that we're going to see a peak of it in, in inflation and having it come down. But, man, um, the target goal is 2% from the Federal Reserve, and, and we're at well over 5 So uh, even, uh, even if it comes down to 4 uh, that's still a significant increase that we are all feeling in our, in our checkbooks and as we're sitting around the dinner table trying to figure out how we're going to get gas in the, in the minivan and the Suburban. Last weekend, I was tell, telling my listeners on Monday last weekend, my wife and I were shopping and saw another round of price hikes. The, you, you think they've gotten to the highest they can get. They're up even more. And then this morning, driving in uh, to the station, I saw a 20-cent increase uh, overnight at all the gas stations for gasoline. It's three seventy nine now in the, uh, in the Kalamazoo Portage area. Uh, and, and now part of that is due to the uh, Ukraine I issue. Let me take a quick break. Can you stay on for one more segment? You got it. I'll All do right. that. And then I'd love to talk a little in. A little what? A little energy. Because uh, I think that really is driving a lot. Of okay. Oh, about energy. I, I got you. I got you. All right. You listen to Live with Rank and Congressman Heisinga, who will be running or is running in the new 4th District and much of that is Fred Upton's district, as well as some of Peter Meyer's district. Those of you who are in the Battle Creek area and west, part of uh, that will be with uh, part of that area is the new fourth district. And Congressman Heisinga will be your uh, choice.
Live with Rank. I appreciate that very, very much. On air with us is Congressman Izinga. Were you able to hear that song, Congressman? Hello, Congressman? Oh, now I can put you in. Were you able to hear that? Yeah, I was. Fabulous Thunderbird, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So I played it because I'm sure last night you were like, come on, Joe, wrap it up. You know, (laughs) I couldn't imagine. I actually. This is why I love you, Rank. You and your bump music alone is worth listening to. This is great. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But I remember uh, Jace Bolger invited me way back when I was a nobody in a one-hour little show in Battle Creek. Uh, and he invited me to go see Schneider uh, do one of his State of the State address. And I sat on the floor and listened to it. And and I I... I found it sad, you know, one side sits, the other side cheers and, you know, you know, all that baloney and it's just rah-rah is what it is. And anyway, that's why I, I, I probably would have been saying the same thing, wrap it up. And, and quite honest with you, uh, when Trump came here to Battle Creek and I was there and I think it was on hour two, I'm like, dude, wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> so I be, I'm, I'm trying hey, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's a burden having that much in your head that you need to express to everybody, and and that politicians lead the uh, lead the charge in that. That's right, for sure. right. Well, I, I was wrong. You're not in the sixth district. You're currently in the second. You're going to this new created fourth, which is part of uh, a few districts: Fred's district, Peter Mayo's district, which I think was the sixth. Uh, how do people? find out more about you. Those of my listeners who know nothing about you yet, we don't, uh, they're, they're not listening to my show, those in your current second. So all those out there, where do they go, Bill? Yeah, well, I'll give you a couple of, a uh, couple of options. Uh, on my official website is, uh, if you go to uh, heisinga.house.gov, G-O-V, uh, H-U-I-Z-E-N-G-A dot house dot gov. If um, I may, too, I'm up. sorry. We're cracking up here, and it's, I think it's something to do with our phone lines. It's H-U-I-Z-E-N-G-A dot gov. Is that what you said? Yeah, uh, house, H-O-U-S-E dot gov. Okay. And, then, and you can find anybody, if you're in the, in the current 3rd District with Peter Meyer or the current 6th District with Fred Upton, uh, you can uh, you can go to house.gov and uh, you'll be able to find them. My 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 campaign website is heisingaforcongress.com. So heisingaforcongress.com. Uh, yep. Well, I appreciate you left the committee hearing meeting where Jay Powell, the chair of the Fed, said we're not going to increase interest rates. 50 basis points, half a percent. We're going to increase it 25 basis points, quarter of a percent. What that means for all of you, as Congressman Heisinga told you, is that it'll affect any of your credit cards, anything where interest is involved. Now interest will increase, including interest on our debt. Uh, So it's going to eat up more of our uh, budget when it comes to the interest on our debt. Uh, Not to say that it shouldn't happen. It just should have happened, as uh, Congressman Heisinga said, couple years ago and now we have to do it because of inflation and it's just going to get uglier and uglier and i mentioned the increase in gas overnight 20 cents at the places i was uh, driving past this morning i just got an email from someone said it cost him a hundred dollars this from mike he writes rank this is morning cost me a hundred dollars for three quarters of a tank of gas 
In 2020, it was around $45. This is not due to the Ukrainian crisis. It's due to our current administration destroying our energy independence. However, the less informed will believe whatever. So you get the point. But he is right. That That isn't yeah. really baked in the cake yet. It, it could be coming. So go ahead. You wanted to talk about that. And then your thoughts about the State of the Union address last night. Yeah. Well, Mike's absolutely correct, and uh, what uh, what happens is all U.S. or I'm sorry, all uh, oil trading happens in U.S. dollars and U.S. dollars only. Um, and uh, uh, what uh, what drives it is speculation, right? People are looking at, and I don't mean that in a bad way. People are looking forward. What's demand going to be? What's our supply going to be? And so, and clearly, anytime there's a massive hurricane or there's a, a war breaking out, which is less normal and less uh, often than obviously hurricanes, you start seeing these price fluctuations. Well, to add insult to injury with what's going on, we went, as Mike points out, uh, we went from not only energy independence, but we were a net exporter of energy uh, under the Trump administration. Uh, and, uh, and Joe Biden came in, did a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, told Germany and Europe to go ahead, green light the uh, Nord Stream 2 uh, pipeline. Uh, second thing that they did uh, is uh, they canceled our own Keystone pipeline, which was taking uh, uh, oil from Canada, who is a far more stable country than Russia or Venezuela or any other place, right? And it was going to take that Canadian crude down to the, uh, to the Gulf of Mexico in Texas, and it was going to refine it down there. So they put a stop to our own Keystone pipeline. So there's no way of getting this, uh, this uh, fuel moving. And uh, then two weeks ago, not even two weeks ago, uh, Jennifer Granholm, who we all barely survived as governor, who is now our Secretary of Energy, uh, she put forward uh, a ban on uh, on federal lands any and all new exploration for gas and oil. And that sends signals to this international market that, hey, the U.S. isn't going to help us. In fact, they're just going to keep being a consumer. And, um, you know, energy independence isn't calling up OPEC and begging them to increase their production. It's actually using... Uh, the, uh, the the technology such as fracking and uh, and tapping into our own resources uh, that's what turned the, the game around and and allowed us to uh, to make advances that you know rank I think you're slightly older than me but I know in my lifetime I remember those those gas lines in the 70s right when we were so desperately tied to OPEC. And, and more recently, looking at... I've got to take a life. quick break. It's a hard, a top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.